it's time to bring forth the rhythm and the rhyme. It's the Matt and Hayden podcast time. Ooh. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, man? It's going good, man. How are you? I am good. I'm getting close to my bedtime. I'm all cozy. And oh, that's right. By me in this blanket. Now you're an old man. I am an old man. <laughs> I'm an old grandfather. But, you know, it's good. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Good. Good. It's um, a week from Christmas. I'm super it is a excited. Week from Christmas. Getting all my Christmas shopping done. I know probably a little bit later than most on the curve there, but you know what? We're getting it done. It'll be done before Christmas. I, I promise. Do you have a lot to do? Um, no. No. And actually, a lot of the stuff I want to wait as long as I can. Just so it's like a surprise. Okay. And um, one of the gifts is like they want to open it like as soon as I like wrap it mm-hmm. kind of thing because it's like you don't want it to go bad oh. kind of thing it's food oh Things you can give some like yeah. fresh food yeah like an eggplant an eggplant <laughs> no not That's an shame. eggplant yeah but stuff like that um yeah christmas time is almost here oh it already is christmas time but like a week and it's certainly so. already christmas time. yeah are you feeling um, a holiday spirit now i actually had a really interesting conversation the other day about the holidays and how I think it's a really, really nice time, and I mm-hmm. think that it's really positive, and I think that, you know, any excuse to be together with your family and your closest friends yeah. to have a sort of stillness is really positive. Absolutely. But then at the same time, I think that it's very arbitrary. Christmas mm. could have been any day of the year. Absolutely. It could come at any time. I agree. And it doesn't really have to be now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the New Year certainly doesn't have to be now. That's even more arbitrary. Well, doesn't the new year have to be on the new year? You're right, but they could have said that the year began on any day of the year. That's very true. Yeah. But I think we need the new year You're to right. like have a day. But I'm saying to that restart the, the day in which the, year. the day in which it is the new year, it is is arbitrary. Imagine having the new year on like September. Well, it wouldn't feel like September. Because of the the arbitrariness of the new year. Right. And how it kind of sets our schedule and our calendar. Exactly. Like September would feel like January. To us. Yeah. Right. Like imagine if the new year came in the summer for you. Yeah, that'd be weird. Because it does for the entire Southern Hemisphere. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, because like... So imagine... we, we We picture the new year with like... Right snow, after the holidays cold. and Christmas and the snow, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. We have this very vivid picture of what the new year is. Right. It's totally different for people in Australia, yeah. for example. Oh, it's so right. Where they're sweating. Yeah. You know? and they start the new year while yeah. sweating and stuff instead yeah, of freezing exactly. cold. Exactly. Yeah. Bundled up with jackets and stuff. Wow, that's, that is crazy. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, this is all arbitrary. <laughs> the person I was telling was not appreciative of my comments mm-hmm. because it basically removes all of the meaning and validity of the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, right. it, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's okay. I, mean, you know, I still appreciate it and think that it's necessary. Yeah, I would say so, too. I think it's nice just that I have a day that you can, like, set for, like, um, like family and friends like coming I agree, close yeah. together I think, that, I think it's important I think that having that time in a schedule yeah. where it's almost necessary to have is mm-hmm. really good but then at the same time I realize that there are people who don't have such rich relationships with their families mm-hmm. you know, and yeah it's going to be a hard those, time for some people really strong relationships and, and I think that for sure you know, 
it's those are more exceptions to the rule yeah fortunately yeah unfortunately but at the same time i think that the holidays can still be a good time even for those people because it provides a time in which you can Mm take a step back and sort of reflect on how things are going yeah. and you can reflect on yourself how you're doing and also reflect on you know the deeper things within yourself which maybe you haven't been able to get to right during the conundrum of the year yeah i always have this debate about get back to new year's yeah like people always like use like that new year to start something new or to like change something about them that they didn't like that they did in the previous year yeah so they're gonna like change something i think it's a good time to like Think about yourself like you were saying yeah for like a new year and things like you want to change or like you want to start something new yeah or yeah i think that it's a really great marker mm-hmm. it gives someone a time to say all right i'm gonna bear down and do this yes but i think that it's also bad simultaneously because of the fact that you should yeah not feel like right you need you gotta to wait, wait till then until a certain to time it. to start a habit you should be able to do it at, yeah yeah at any time yeah kind of what i was talking to you about earlier with yep. the podcast i just released it's you should get a head start on any resolution mm-hmm. you should be trying to do things now to prepare yourself to be able to execute on them well in the new year right you know if you want to work out every day in the new year you shouldn't expect that you can do that cold turkey right um you shouldn't expect that of yourself and if you fail, you shouldn't say that you're a failure. You should say it's a failure of the system I created for myself. Yeah. And that's the case with pretty much any resolution that you can put into place. You need mm. to gradually work into it, understand how it is, understand how you react to it. Because oftentimes, you know, you'll have a resolution, you'll try to implement it, and then you realize that it's really not for you and that's not yeah. how you want to do it. And then mm. you feel this pressure to do it because you set a marker and you told everyone about it. Yeah. But I think that marker can also, <coughs> excuse me, use as like a goal too it's like for motivation yeah too. absolutely i think so as well mm-hmm. but i think that seeing it as arbitrary in the dates and times yeah um can be damaging in terms of your ability to prepare ease into something work up to something mm-hmm. because yeah i mean in terms of setting goals and being able to achieve goals you can't just believe that there's a hard start date and then you right. continue to do something which it's challenging yeah every single day for a long period of time there's only a small percentage of the population who's likely to do that very very well mm-hmm. um, and those people who do execute well often have a system in place which allows them to do it successfully yeah I'd agree so that's my opinion about New Year's mm-hmm. I think that it's great I think yeah. that people should use New Year's as a time to reflect, reflect. and to yeah. start anew and to put new things in, into their book yeah but I think at the same time, we also need to realize that it's not just January 1st. We can do this at any time. We can do this at any time. For sure. And that we should build up to January 1st as well. Mm. Like December should be the month we prepare. Yeah. You know? If we can get through the holiday season working on a goal, then nothing's going to stop us in January. True. Especially in terms of diet and exercise. Yep. If you can keep up a good habit of diet and exercise through the holidays, nothing's going to stop you. Until, oh, yeah. The holidays like, are so hard. Nothing's too. going to stop you until July. Right. Nothing's going to stop you. Like, yeah. There's nothing built in that is a certain holiday where you eat your face off mm. or where you stop exercising. Right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. No, the holidays are definitely like the hardest time to get through with those kind of things. Yeah. Just because like, there's just like a lot of like, um, like getting together. So there's always a lot of food. There's always like a lot of... Yeah. Maybe like some like bad influence that would put you back into an old habit. Yeah, absolutely. Like drinking. You know. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah, I can see that. I can see that too. So like, if you can do it 
before the new year and get through the holidays, then like nothing can stop you. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. And, and I think that this gets us onto an interesting topic too, in terms of the holidays. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing <coughs> which I've always wondered a great deal about is whether or not we should, this is really hard to phrase because mm-hmm. it can be really intricate in what I'm trying to say. Okay. It's a time where a lot of people drink together. And sure. They drink a lot. Yeah. It's, it's a time in which a lot of alcohol is consumed. And I sometimes wonder why that's the case. Like, why is alcohol a celebratory Wow. Thing? Okay. Yeah, we can get, we can get into this. Yeah. Like, I really wonder about that. Why is alcohol celebratory? Um... Like, when you think about how it affects your body. Right. Why is it celebratory? Right. Do people just, like, use it as a vehicle to loosen up in a way and then um, have, like, a better time because, like, they feel... um, They have less apprehension. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they can, like, let loose more because, like, they feel that way because the alcohol, like, puts into their system, gives them, like, that um, sensation. It gives them a lack of salience of... Yeah, yeah future consequences gotcha. of their yep. actions yeah um and that like that's oddly upsetting for me mm. because if you can't be in your natural state and enjoy the company of your family and be present with them and open up with them mm-hmm. is isn't that a problem in the first place and why try to mask it with alcohol right no i would agree yeah yeah but I think that goes. So I think the alcohol celebration thing was like way back, like way before like our time. Yeah, that's yeah, been that's ingrained in society. Yeah, that's certainly for so a, a long long-term society. Like, yeah. um, wine's wine been around forever. Ever. Forever. It's in it's in religion, man. Yeah. It's in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. You turn that water into that. Yeah. So it's like super ingrained in us. In like society's way, like thinking about alcohol from like so mm. long ago, and that's insanely hard to change. But like, but I wonder if that's because of also the human condition. True. And the the natural flaws within us as people. Right. Is our inability to be fully vulnerable and comfortable with sharing things about ourselves and to mm. putting ourselves out there to others, no matter who they are, mm-hmm. to sort of risking how others see us. Yeah. And how others judge us. Yeah into how that affects us in the social pyramid for sure it's almost evolutionary evolutionarily positive when you take a step back to think about not to not open up Mm -hmm. to be more reserved to be very careful in what you reveal to others Mm -hmm. but I don't think that's advantageous now I think it's very different now Yeah, I think now is the best time history probably to be fully vulnerable to be yeah. truly authentic to yourself for sure yeah I think size also got to a better point in accepting a lot of people too like no matter what their like problems are yeah, yeah, or sure. like what their um, their thing is um, the size of definitely evolved into like the way that no matter like what walk of life you come from or like how you are as a person like sure. they accept that and you can be you can be open more now mm-hmm. um but uh, I would definitely talk from experience that when I consume alcohol, yeah. I'm definitely more open to people. Yeah. I'll literally just talk about whatever mm-hmm. and anything. Yeah. Um, 
I would say I can do that sober. Sure. But the alcohol definitely um, helps, get helps that out. Yeah, helps yeah. like get it, that out. 100%. Um, yeah. It's just how it is. Just loosens me up and yeah. like, get, like we were talking about, like less conscious of um, like repercussions or anything like that. And I don't like overthink things. Yeah, I think that that's you know? how that's how it is for most people. I think, but mm-hmm. the question I would have from there is, why would you not want to work on becoming that in your natural state? Oh yeah, I think people yeah. should. Yeah, like, I think that that's a really great point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When I drink alcohol, I feel like I'm better, and I feel like I'm more open. I feel like I'm more extroverted. I feel like I can open up more. Mm-hmm. Well, why? You know. Take yeah. a step back and say, why is that the case? Mm-hmm. Like, what prevents me from doing this when I'm sober? Mm. And I, I don't know. I don't know yeah. the answer to that question. Yeah, no, I don't either. I don't even know. I, mean, I have a bunch of hypotheses, but I don't have the answers. Sure. And I think people need to... Yeah, think about that. Ta- to ask that question. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. I think that we should all really, really be asking ourselves I think that so. question. Especially around this time, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely like reflect upon ourselves. Yeah. Absolutely. And like yeah. Definitely just like ask us like why can't I do that? And try and be more just naturally open yeah. to talk about things rather than yeah. having to like consume alcohol or um take drugs yeah. even too to mm-hmm. like open up more. Yeah. But yeah. The other thing that I wonder about too with the holidays mm-hmm. is it is so sugar central. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Why do we put sugar in like everything and want to consume well, it in the holidays? That, I, I mean, the sugar industry was probably like, oh we god, need to yeah, get in here. yeah. Um, and Cookies. even even like Halloween is basically a product of the sugar industry. Yeah, like, that's do fascinating think, to me. Do you think that they um, molded it that way when they were like, like the whole like the candy industry, right? Yeah, like took advantage of Halloween and like commercialized like the candy and stuff. Well, I, I don't know what Halloween was before the sugar industry. You know, that's a something. great question, too. Like, what was it before? Like, it, was Halloween even a thing? It certainly yeah. wasn't what it is well, where did it, Where did Halloween come from? Where, how did we start this holiday? And I, from, <laughs> if I'm digging into my brain correctly, I don't I know think, the history of Halloween. I think that a lot of the prevalence of what Halloween is today mm-hmm. is due significantly to the sugar industry. I think so. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I think Which, they just wanted to make a day. Yeah. They, they can make a huge profit because Absolutely. everyone's going to buy Halloween candy. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that's really interesting. And I wonder how much that yeah. influences the Christmas time. And yeah. So making Christmas, Christmas cookies and all Christmas this sort cookies. of stuff. Yeah. Even gifts. Like, yeah. gifts is like giving people like the best thing is like super like commercialized. Um, like, everything you buy on Christmas because all the deals come out. You want to like take advantage of them, and you want to get like that person like the best thing possible kind of thing, um, and definitely like businesses like just like push that too. And Christmas to be very commercialized and getting like the best gifts instead of um, taking time with your family and stuff too. I yeah, think, I think it's mm-hmm. taken away from that. Yeah, you know? and, and that's another arbitrary thing about Christmas as well. Yeah, is it's the only time of the year apart from someone's birthday in which you get someone else a gift. True. Instead of, hey, why not on March 22nd get someone you love something because you care about them? Hmm. And and I feel like because it's not on an arbitrary day where there's an expectation, that gift would mean so much more. Oh, yeah. 
you know? Yeah. I think that that would be such a better way of doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a way to show someone that you actually care and that you're not doing it just because that's what social norms and social right. norms say. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think, I feel the same way about Valentine's Day. That's bad to bring that up too. I feel the like, same why way. Why does Valentine's Day have to be like the day to like show them you love them more on a certain day? Exactly. It's I all it. It's all symbolism. It's yeah. all arbitrary. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you truly want to appreciate someone, mm-hmm. you can do that on any day. Any day. You can do that on April 17th. You can For sure. do that on November 2nd. You yeah. can do that on August 30th. You can do it sure. on any of these days. Yeah. You know? It doesn't have to be on Valentine's Day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, but that brings back to the argument of that did we just like commercialize this day yeah. or love to get us like flowers and chocolates? Like, did those industries like make that a thing? Yeah. Just to try and push that more into society so we would buy more on that day kind of thing? I wonder. I mean, yeah. I think that there are some things which are definitely ancestral in their mm-hmm. nature go back a long period yeah but I mean I just don't have the knowledge to say what they are right what is what and what is not I, I, I couldn't say no nope. but I think that no the manifestations of what they are now are all mm-hmm. fairly similar in yeah in terms of what they are and even you think about things like Mother's Day and Father's Day yeah those are simple manifestations of sure here's a day which we're gonna build into the year that you need to appreciate someone versus being able to like show them love and give them gifts mm-hmm. and to be with them and yeah. to appreciate them. Oh, he's yawning. I am yawning. Bedtime for it's almost grandpa. bedtime for me. <laughs> um, no, I think that that's so yeah no so, so yeah the holidays are crazy. I just like to think about too in general, like the just like the symbolism and stuff behind them. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I. Like I said, I have a problem with it, but at the same time, I think that it is valuable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, the holidays are definitely valuable. Just, like, to talk to people that you wouldn't talk to normally kind of thing. Like, like, like we've said, really, we can do that any day. Yeah. But, like, having a day that people are more apt to do that, yeah. um, I think it's good as well because yeah. it helps people who wouldn't normally do that um, on any day. Yeah. Like, having a day set where, like, you can you're not like i guess you're you're kind of more pressured by society to like reach out to those people you haven't talked to in a while it can be a good thing mm-hmm. it's definitely not a bad thing to reach out to someone yeah that you like had um a relationship with the past but you kind of just like fell out of it and it's nice to just reach out to them and talk again and like reconnect on these like holiday times just because um you're feeling more um you like nostalgic or um thinking about like your past relationships with people or thinking about your family kind of thing yeah yeah, I, I totally agree with yeah. all of that. Um, what's your favorite holiday memory? Oh man, oh, my favorite Christmas memory. Um, it does have to do with a gift. Right. Um, but I love this one. So <clears throat> Christmas morning, I'm like, I don't even know, I'm probably like eight years old or something, right? Like super young, and I love Christmas when I was younger. And this one particular Christmas, I wake up. And I wake up super early, like four in the morning, because I'm just too excited. I can't sleep, you know. And so, mom and dad probably have just finished like wrapping all these gifts at like midnight yeah. or something, like when I actually. Uh. And then my eight-year-old me wakes up, 
and before like I, I have there was the rule where you can't open them until the morning yeah. right but I get out I sneak out of my room to go like check the gifts and see what Santa brought and stuff and there's this big box this big wrap box and I just look at it I'm like wow <laughs> what could be in this gigantic box and it's all wrapped and everything and like I can't control I stick myself anymore. I go upstairs. I'm running. I'm like trying to wake mom and dad. I'm like, mm. just let me open this thing. I want to know. I want to know what's inside. It's so bad. <laughs> and I've never been more excited in my life for like a, just a gift and stuff like that. And so, but they they tell me I have to wait and patient, patient, patient. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I can't, I can't wait, man. <laughs> I have to know. <laughs> and so, um, the time finally comes where I can open it. And I tear into this thing. And it's the big box, and I open it. And it's this big blue scooter, and I love this big blue scooter. It was like this um, weird like scooter. No, it wasn't electric, but it was like this pump and go one, which like was like a lot better for like going distances instead of like your normal like razor scooters. Yeah. Um, you could like really go far, and you could like go fast on this thing too. Yeah. Like the pump, like the pump mechanic made you go, Foo! like okay. really send you. Yeah, yeah. And it was so much fun to ride around, and I loved that thing. That was my favorite, like young Hayden holiday memory. Or when I got a Wii. Oh my god. Remember the Wii came out? Yeah, I got a Nintendo Wii too. That's yeah. That's also associated with That was game changing. Yeah. That was so much fun. Yeah. The Nintendo Wii was that was a game changer. It was. Yeah. That got that I had so much fun. You finally had to actually move your body to play yeah. the game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of like doing that kind of stuff now and being more active, I recently got into virtual reality. Okay. Um and it's been super great because you have, for virtual reality yeah. like the games I play on it you have to like stand up and like move around and yeah, stuff yeah. and so um, I played this like this shooter game called Pavlov and in Pavlov you can like move your body like up and down to like make yourself smaller so you can like duck around corners and like uh-huh. actually interact with the world that's interesting yeah. and it's not like um, like Call of Duty stuff like you're playing control like, yeah. you actually have to move your body and do like all these sure. actions and stuff yeah. and it's been like super great because like I'm up and moving and I feel like getting a good like activity going yeah, you yeah. know you're moving. Yeah, and it just like makes me think about the Wii and how like that helped me out a lot to like be more active because mm-hmm. you're playing like Wii Sports or Wii Sports Resort. That was so much fun. Wii Sports Resort was oh, great. My God. Um, Wii Ski. Yeah, Wii Ski was fun. Wii Ski was great. Yeah, I love just like going down those mountains and like exploring like all like the trails and stuff. I want to play that again. Oh my I haven't God. played it in a long time. I still I have. Oh, you know, I have a Wii, but I don't have like the sensor bar or the power oh, cord okay. for it anymore, unfortunately. I need to buy another remote. Um, but I have one. I'm like, oh, I'm really tempted. You're tempting me right now. I have a Wii. <laughs> you do? With the sensor bar. Oh my god. We could play Wii Ski. We could play Wii Ski. We could definitely yeah. play Wii Ski. You're still in town for a while, right? I am in town for a while. We well, can play Wii Ski. Hell yeah. <laughs> Instead of going outside and actually skiing and falling on our faces, I, we can play Wii Ski. I haven't gone skiing in so long. I used to I used to be like a yeah, big Yeah, you used to skier. ski, yeah. Yeah, yep. Because yeah. um, I used to go with my dad and everything, yeah. right? Um, and that was like, just something that me and my dad did. Yeah. Um, but I haven't gone like since then, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, that was a great time. I love skiing. Did you have a lot near Scary to like places to go ski? No, we had to go like we had to drive like forever. It was always like a whole day thing. Okay. I once got to, yeah. my dad took me out of school just to go <laughs> skiing That's for the awesome. day at like Gore Mountain or Wyndham or something like that. Gore's like, far from yeah, you. it was. It was a trip. That's so it was like a whole trip. We would go like super early in the morning. And then just, like, go skiing all day. It was fantastic. It was yeah, so much fun. Awesome. Yeah. I went skiing once. I fell on my face a lot. Nice. <laughs> a lot. It was very bad. Mm. It was 
I, I couldn't turn. Mm-hmm. That was a big struggle for me. Um, and when I tried to, to pizza, <laughs> yeah, it was, just, it was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't stop. I never learned like the proper way to ski where you're supposed to like shalom. Yeah. Is that how you say shalom? Shalom. Yeah. And like go like left and right and go down like that nice and easy. I was a speed demon. I would just like tuck and go and say boom. Like down these like blue squares and like, <laughs> green circles um, all the time. I used to go like super fast on those because they were like the easier slopes, right? Mm-hmm. And so like it was yeah. a lot easier to go fast on them because it wasn't as like steep and you had to like control yourself yeah. as much. Sure. You could just go. Yeah. Um, and black diamonds were always hard because, like, yeah, actually, it's like trying like, yeah. like pizza yeah. or like slalom sh- down because yeah. you have to like be careful because it's so steep. Yeah, it couldn't go like so fast. Did you ever have a bad accident? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I became a human snowball one time um, because I was going fast like an idiot, mm-hmm. and um, there was like a patch of ice, and so I hit that without seeing because I'm going so fast, yeah. and then like I don't catch myself because I'm like slipping now and I just like fall over on my face and I just like roll my skis going over my head kind of thing and it was oh my god it was a mess like one of my skis fell off and they're like way over there and I was like down the hill and I was like oh my god this is this is embarrassing <laughs> that does sound very yeah. funny god, yeah god it was so much fun though I've it didn't hurt that bad though because like yeah. you have so much layers on yeah that's true mm-hmm. and it's snow yep exactly even if it's back down it's still snow exactly yeah, I know what you mean yeah, yeah. It's so much fun though yeah, yeah. those days. You should go back and ski. Mm, yeah. I should. At least just ceremonially. Yeah, I do have a set of skis and poles still. I don't have any boots yet though. I gotta get myself some ski boots. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I feel like those would be necessary. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be so much fun. Yeah. Because we have like Woods Valley around here. I don't know how good those slopes are. I've never been to be honest with you. Yeah, I've heard it's okay. Yeah. I've heard it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Gore is pretty close. I think it's like an hour away. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. You can go crazy and go to Whiteface. Mm, I've been to Whiteface before, yeah. Yeah. I used to be that kid that used to have like his winter jacket with all the ski tickets on it still. Like, like just collect them. And um, like, I'm cool. Yeah. I You're guess. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I always get super nostalgic around the holidays too. Like, like thinking about this stuff, I love it. Like, just like talking with your friends on like what you did on Christmas past or, um, like like other holidays and stuff like that. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I think the nostalgia is so fascinating mm-hmm. for me to think about what I'm nostalgic about and what was important to me and what brought me joy that mm-hmm. still perseverates within me. I find is just yeah. a really, really fun thing yeah. to, to like try to explore. And you wonder, I'm sure that there are other experiences that made me this happy mm-hmm. close to this happy sure but why don't those stick with me as much as the ones yeah. that come to mind yeah yeah I just like love like thinking about those stuff that did make you happy back in the day and kind of like, kind of comparing it to now yeah. and stuff but also kind of bumps me out too yeah. <laughs> like it's not just like a two way thing mm-hmm. um, like I love thinking about the end but like I know like I'll never be able to like relive um, those things again just because like your mindset and your values at that age are way different from what they are now because like we're older and we have other things to worry about um yeah that's totally but right. yeah but i love reminiscing about stuff too like regardless of like even though i know i'm never gonna be like the same way about stuff like for example i played um halo again today yeah, i used yeah. to be a big halo kid <laughs> back in the day uh but then i played it um recently yeah. and it was like not it wasn't the same feeling like i remembered everything i'm like oh man this was so cool back in the day but it wasn't like 
the same feeling that I had as a kid playing it. Yeah, it was way different. Yeah, yeah, it's very different. Yeah, I've gone back and played old video games too, and I'm like, this was great. I mean, NBA Jam on Fire was still (laughs) awesome. NBA Jam Jam is the best. It's so hard to beat. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. NBA Jam does not lose its essence. No, it does not. It's just really fun. You can't beat it. Hundred percent. Yeah. NBA Jam is a transcendent game. And so, I'm trying to think of what some other transcendent games are, mm. but NBA Jam is definitely one of those. Absolutely, um, yeah. We played the shit out of that for we, hours. We played that, that for one a day. Time. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a great time. Just trying to get as far as we could in that yeah. those challenges. Oh and um, the game where we were cooking stuff. Yeah, that's. Not, I feel that like that wasn't. I feel like that would not lose its essence. No, it definitely doesn't. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's gonna be timeless and like one you could go back to and play. The game's yeah. called Overcooked. Yeah, way. Overcooked. Yeah, that was mad fun. It was just like Overcooked it's challenging. It's yeah. really challenging. Yeah, and you need to work with someone to cook. Yeah, I feel like that's, that's a good. Yeah, it's a great concept. What are yeah. some things like now that we might look back on and like reminisce about that are like gonna stand out to us that are like now that we're gonna like look back on like five ten years later? It's I'm really be, hard. I'll be thinking about Baby Yoda in ten years. <laughs> Yeah, you wonder because <laughs> right now certain things seem so important. Yeah. But you you it's it's hard to take a step back and to wonder what is truly important and what is truly but meaningful to you. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to pass like a one year test. Mm. Okay. Like if one year from now you can look back and see that, then I feel like it's probably more likely that it's going to be For around sure. longer yeah. longer term. Um Yeah, it's hard. I think there's a lot in terms of what to think or even just how mm-hmm. to see the past. Yeah. Um, and I think how you see and feel in the present affects that too. For sure. Like the, how present you are for a lot of these moments mm-hmm. has a lot of effect on that too. And, and, and that totally depends on your mental state mm-hmm. and the things that you do for yourself mentally. Yeah. Um, now, I think that that does have a big effect on memory in yeah. terms of how well you take care of yourself and how present you are and the amount of presence that you have in terms of being fully there yeah. in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's tough to to know yeah. how certain things are going to play out. Yeah, in the future. Hey, yeah. Look back on things. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any thoughts or inklings about things that you have right now or things that you've experienced recently that you think will live on mm. i'm definitely living the time like right now um that i'm probably gonna look back on for a while uh because right now i'm like in a transitional phase where like my family's moved away right. it's like my first time i'm like truly on like on my own and um definitely gonna be looking back at this and um like five ten years from now and like this is where i like um this transitional phase started and then like, mm-hmm. where i am now compared to that sure compared to this time yeah 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 it was the beginning of something for you yep new yeah. chapter kind of thing yeah. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think right now is certainly a time like that for me too. I think that there's a lot going on, so many moving pieces in my life, which I'll look back on later on, where I'll say, you know, all of these things that are happening right now are going to play out. Yeah. In the future, and I, and I think I'll be able to look back after those things play out and say oh wow mm-hmm. remember when all those things started and yeah when i made those first big steps to do all this stuff yeah you know i think just graduating from college i was about to say that full-time job yeah and living and, you know having my own apartment 
yep and, uh, doing all these sorts of things yeah and i think all of that um it's really interesting and i think also a lot of these sort of self experiments that i'm doing now are going to stick with me too you think so you know, like taking time to do a 48 hour fast and, yeah um you know eating the same thing every single day yeah doing all these different like self experiments and i think you know recording this podcast even is yeah. going to be really really interesting and that's certainly going to live because it's always going to you be can there. just literally just go back and listen, go and listen to yeah. it yeah so i think that that's really cool too yeah i'm gonna go off on a tangent a little bit too like think mm-hmm. about like the digital age now and where like everything is saved and you can always just go back and see it and like the videos and stuff that we are they're always capturing and that's why i really like um I do like it. And I like Snapchat memories a lot too. Like um, time hop too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Time, time hop. Um, like how that stuff works and how you can like look back on things or like how Facebook memories come up a lot too. Yeah. Um, that's like, the point of Facebook memories. Exactly. It's to draw you in. Oh, that's true. Okay. So <laughs> that's where like social media likes to draw you in with yeah. stuff. But I like it though. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not against it. Sure. Just cause like I, I like reminis- reminiscing so yeah. much that it's really cool to like see things like pop up. Like recently, um, like a funny Snapchat bit that me and my buddy Austin did uh, came up on my memories, and I would I'd send it to him like, "Yo, remember when we did this? This like was hilarious," and um, we would just like talk about that, or then we'll start reminiscing about like other things too, and just like talk about like the good times and stuff like yeah. that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's I, a thing which I've fought with a lot mm-hmm. in terms of whether there is value in the good times. Or whether mm. we should be I think focused it's good. on creating good times now. Yeah, I think it's a good thing to um, have to compare to, you know, like a comparison view of like what we value now or like how things were back then compared to what mm-hmm. they are now, and just like to see that change is definitely definitely has some value there. I think that it has a lot of value in terms of like the evolution of an individual mm-hmm. and also the evolution of whether it be some entity. But I don't know, because I feel like a lot of the things that we do look back on, it's not looking back on them in terms of a point of reference for growth. Mm-hmm. It could be that, right? It's, oh, the, the, we were doing these things and it was funny. Yeah. You know, uh, I sure. think that that's most of the time. Especially, oh, yeah, I would say so. Especially like on Facebook and, yeah. and all of these different social media platforms where they have those features built in. I think that that's definitely the case. Mm-hmm. But I'm also very curious about whether or not those thoughts mm-hmm. r- decrease our ability to be present in the here and now like focusing on okay now right just having now and being so into that mm-hmm. i wonder if hmm. getting caught up in the past can inhibit you from doing that to the fullest extent oh maybe yeah yeah that's interesting to think about yeah yeah or like always try and chase something that happened in the past that can just like no longer be kind of thing yeah Yeah. exactly yeah and i think a lot of us probably get caught up in that Mm -hmm. in some degree yeah think about the past and say oh could have had this or could have had that or oh imagine how things would have been if this had happened when in reality they didn't happen Mm -hmm. and that's all that you can do because you don't know right and you can never know how things would have played out right if you had made a different decision sure and 
That you have drive, to accept that. That can drive you crazy. Yeah, you Absolutely. just have to accept it. The only thing that you can do is accept it. Yeah. And I think that acceptance results in a greater focus on the present. Mm. Acceptance of the past makes you not think about it so much. Right. It makes you realize that the past is the past and what was was yeah and now i have to deal with what is right and i have to focus on what is yeah. i think that that is ultimately a more positive state for people yeah absolutely yeah yeah both in the short and long term but i would say mostly in the long term because the long term accounts for the cases in which things aren't so good right now mm-hmm. if you can Stop focusing on the good times when you're struggling and you can be fully present with how you feel at this point in time and what's going on in your life. What are the problems? What are the struggles? What are the things that are keeping you up at night? Mm -hmm. If you can really take time to be with all of those thoughts and to understand them, to wrap your head around them and to find out how to deal with them, Mm -hmm. then that will ultimately help you to solve your problems in much less time than avoiding them by thinking about the good times in the past. For sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Lion King, put the past behind you. That's very interesting. (laughs) Gotta put the past behind you. (laughs) That's a good reference. Yeah. Yeah, I think really Yeah. putting the past in the past and allowing it to be there and looking back and being able to smile yeah that's great yeah but i think that doing that too much can certainly remove our presence in the now Mm -hmm. i think focusing on the future does the same thing you know trying to plan things ahead and put things so far ahead and to think about all these wonderful scenarios that we would like to have yeah that can also have the same sort of negative effect on us in the here and now yeah yeah it also can like inhibit the the feeling of like always having to keep moving forward kind of thing and like learning from like your failures and stuff like that instead of like reminiscing about your failures and like wondering what you could have done different just like learn from it and then do it different in the future to succeed sure yeah and even uh, i would say to be happy mm-hmm. like, you don't just have to learn from your failures to succeed you need to learn from your failures in order to live a good life yeah to feel good about yourself um, that's ultimately what success brings. Yeah. Right? This is the conversation I've been having a lot, both internally and with others with whom I, I do the research I do. Yeah. We want people to succeed academically. We want people to succeed in sports. We want people to succeed in business. But why? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, we have this belief socially, societally, that succeeding in whatever you're doing results in happiness Mm -hmm. and sometimes it doesn't true because of the different priority structures that people may have yeah if i'm succeeding in something and it's taking me away from my family it's Mm -hmm. taking me away from things that i truly care about right i'm i can still be succeeding in it but how long am i going to succeed in it number one right am i going to regret the success that I had because of my lack of happiness right Hmm. interesting because I think yeah. at the end of the day that's what it's getting at absolutely when you have, why do you want to be successful in what you do why hmm. and, and oftentimes it's to feel good about yourself yeah as, yeah I was gonna say that. and 
So. Oftentimes, that's filling this void within yourself of whether it be a lack of confidence or a lack of satisfaction with your being. Sure. I think that that's really bad. Hmm. I mean, we should always strive to be... We should always strive to be better, but right. we should be content with the journey of getting there rather gotcha. than yeah. trying to always be hitting this certain mark. Right. When in reality, it's we're on this journey and we have this path on which we are going and to be progressing and to be making steps forward is certainly a part of that but to also realize the value of it and to understand the positive feelings that you can experience along the way and how yeah. you can feel about yourself and the existence of life and the life that you have mm -hmm. I think that all of these positive feelings can come from that no matter how positive or negative of circumstances in sure. which you may be. Sure. Yeah. It's the climb, as Miley Cyrus says. <laughs> as Miley Cyrus says, it is the climb. Yeah. I'm full of references. You honestly. are full of references. Yeah. yeah. But this is what happens when it gets late at night and you Absolutely. start to talk to Matt about things. Yep. <laughs> I honestly like like referring things that we, we like, like other things that I've noticed yeah. and like either like movies, music and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like there's like the themes that are yeah. um, like reoccurring. Yeah, like what we talk about. Well, oddly enough, it makes things more relevant. For exactly, you, which yeah. makes it easier for you to remember, easier for you to apply, mm -hmm. easier for you to understand. Yeah, which yeah, it's extremely beneficial. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. I just like I just love re like referencing things. Yeah, a lot of people don't get my references. Yeah, like my joke references. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't get my references. Nope. <laughs> um, and I feel like people are more likely to not understand mine in comparison to yours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I'm not I'm not up to date on enough things to be able to make relevant jokes. Sure, you're, you're pretty good at being up to date. I think so. Yeah, I, would I think say so. so. A lot of things I do, or like I'll say, are like really obscure things that only I know about. And then like I'll say them, and nobody else will understand what the heck I'm talking about, just because they're like only like me things. Yeah, but it's all fun. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's all good. Yeah, but Merry Christmas, Matt. Same to you, man. Thanks, man. I'm happy we did this again. Yeah. Um, I always enjoy talking to you and being able to just spew my thoughts whenever we get to certain things and yep. certain things come out and you being willing to listen and to put up with it. I always put up with it. I love it. <laughs> I love getting. I love thinking about things that I wouldn't. I myself would normally think about. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's fun to, with each conversation that you have with someone, if mm. you're curious enough, you'll learn something. Exactly. I was about to say that. Like, I just like learning stuff. Yeah, um, and I feel like. With, with this and, and asking you about the holidays and hearing you like your perspectives on good holiday memories and yeah thing, things from your past and mm -hmm. points of nostalgia you learn a lot about someone and their tendencies and how their past has shaped who they are mm. um, because it is inevitable to be shaped by your past for so sure I think that that's really interesting too it's something I like to learn about and to note mm -hmm. absolutely man yeah. well thanks dude this was yeah. awesome as always as always. I always enjoy it. Yeah. As tired and groggy as I may be. <laughs> I can as see it in your as eyes right eyes now. Yeah. As high as I may look. <laughs> um, I've definitely enjoyed it. So. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. For yeah. sure. Thanks, yeah. dude. Dude, 2020, it's going to be lit. 2020, it's going to be yeah. a great time. More Baby Yoda memes. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. All right, dude. This is great. Yeah. Toodles. Peace.